This holiday always reminds me of all the creative things that my friends and I did with firecrackers when I was younger. Those things that my mother will never know. Yes. There have been moments in my adult life where I have reflected back on my childhood and I have realized so many times that I did not understand the love of my parents and therefore I was not able to appreciate the good that they willed for me, that they wanted for me. My dear friends, we have often misjudged God, sometimes even becoming angry because we have not understood the ways of God in our life the ways that God loves us and how he exercises his good will toward us. And this is why the scriptures, the word of God, is such a gift to you and to me because this is a training in the ways of God. God's ways who are so far above our ways. And this is why we struggle to understand them. So St. Paul is writing to the Christians in Corinth. And he's sharing with them an experience from his own Christian life. There were moments where he was experiencing something painful, very frustrating and annoying, such that he even asked God three times. He begged that the Lord would take it away. But he learned something. Why did the Lord deny his request? Why did God allow these things in his life that kept making him feel his weakness and that seemed to limit his ministry? Why? And he realized that God was allowing it in order to work a higher purpose. He realized that it was keeping him grounded in humility. And in these things that kept making him feel his weakness, he realized that what he was doing was not because of his own efforts. But in his weakness, the power of God was at work, making his ministry fruitful in ways beyond his imagining. And the Greek word that he uses here is scallops. The English translation 
is a thorn in the flesh. We don't know what that was for Paul because he doesn't share it. Some of the early Christian writers speculated on what that might have been. Some thought perhaps it was a painful physical illness that was never healed. Others may be a physical deformity that was humiliating for him. Some wondered if it was the pain that he often carried in his heart because of the constant resistance and persecution to the building of the kingdom. Others speculated that it might have been one of those intense, persistent temptations in an area of his life that just wouldn't go away. But isn't it beautiful to see that at first it's something painful and frustrating that he begs God to take away and he moves to a place of actually being grateful because he becomes aware of how God is using it, how God is working in it. Now for us to make a clear connection with this in our daily life, I just want to give a few more examples. Another example of a scallop can be, for example, an area of imperfection and weakness in our spiritual life. That even after many confessions, after several communions, and many fervent prayers, we can't overcome it. God, what are you doing? And we've all had the experience going in confession, Father, it's the same sins, the same ones I confessed last time. I'll just play the tape, right? Why does God allow that? Sometimes the thorn in the flesh can be a person or persons in our life that continually stretch and challenge us such that we're always feeling our weakness. Someone told me once that Mother Angelica once said jokingly, God, I would be a saint if it wasn't for other people. Now, she knew the truth that actually it is because of other people that we become saints because it is through the people in our life that God stretches and helps us grow in love because what is a saint? Someone who has been perfected in love. And this is why you and I must always thank God for the people in our life, especially the ones that help us grow, the ones that are hard to love. God, thank you. 
A thorn in the flesh can also be something circumstantial that we cannot change. For example, sometimes we have no control over the neighbors that are next door. And there can be neighbors that can create a lot of frustration and problems that just drive us crazy, like a thorn in the flesh. It can be, for example, a situation where someone is striving to rise above a certain level of income and just never able to do so, and always trying to make ends meet, but never getting above a certain level. Whatever the case may be, the important lesson for us is how God, in allowing these things, even things like, in Paul's case, that are caused by the devil, God can allow them to serve a higher good and purpose. There are times in my life God has given to me many graces for healing. There have been moments in my life where God was going deep and healing the brokenness in my heart. But I know there are days where I'm reminded that the healing is not done. And sometimes I feel like this brokenness in me that remains, that it makes me limp. And I've felt like saying to God, God, I could serve you so much better if you would just finish the healing and make me whole. Oh my gosh, the good that I could do for you, oh God. Imagine this worm telling God what to do or thinking that I know what's best, better than the Lord. But sometimes we feel this way, don't we? But I have learned, and I'm sure that you have learned this too, have you noticed how easily we can fall back into pride? How we can become self-reliant, no longer leaning on the, on the Lord, but on our own strength? How we can become complacent, lackadaisical in our prayers? When things are going well, sometimes our spiritual life is not. And I have learned that God has allowed there to be thorns in the flesh. And I think I'm going to need these until the day I die in order to keep me humble, to make me aware of how much I depend on the Lord. I have noticed how God uses these thorns in the flesh to make me more compassionate toward other people and how He can manifest His power in these things that make us feel so weak, these things that are so painful, how God can use them to make our life fruitful in ways that we could never have imagined.
So as we receive the Lord in the Eucharist today, after we've received the Lord in the Eucharist, maybe we can offer a prayer something like this. Lord, I want to thank you for all the scallops, all the thorns in the flesh that you have not taken away. I want to thank you for all the ways that you are using them to help me to grow in holiness, to protect me from myself, and to make my life fruitful in ways that may be hidden from me. Let's offer something like that, an act of gratitude. Amen.